about it. So, Mbali, what do we know about uh, the meeting itself? I, I know it's happening behind closed doors, but uh, is anybody giving you information as to where the process is? Well, Sipi, so well, the situation here still remains calm. I mean, uh, there's this large media contingent that's still camped outside. Uh, we do know that the NEC has been in locked talk since Saturday. And, of course, this NEC meeting was supposed to wrap up already uh, by yesterday. But then we saw a statement being released by the ANC late last night saying that these meetings are expected to continue uh, today. Um, so from our side, we're still waiting on uh, the ANC to just give us light as to what happened. Because we do know that, of course, this meeting is being called uh, because there have been numerous calls now for uh, NEC members, some of the ANC members saying that the president must step down from his position as the country's president and remain as the ANC president because we do know that the party will be going into the elective conference next year where they will be holding uh, their conference to elect a new leader. But for now, journalists are still outside and we're still waiting on to hear a word from any of the NEC, or rather the ANC members. Zizi Sun has been off uh, for most of the day. Uh, we've been unable to contact him, uh, but we did drop him an SMS rather, just, okay. you know, just to give us an indication as to what will happen from now Bali, on. Let's talk uh, about the other NEC members who were not in attendance uh, over the weekend. There were reports that they were uh, flying back, some of them as early as Saturday, to make sure that they take part in this meeting. Has there been any sighting of more NEC members at this meeting? Okay. Well, so we don't know actually who made the meeting. Uh, we've just been relying on reports uh, from other media houses as well. Uh, we, because, I mean, we are outside of this place and we're not allowed to go inside. But we've seen reports, continuous reports, uh, uh, ministers uh, such as Tulasin uh, Nesi and Derek Hanakom, as well as Uaren uh, um saying that they have tabled that notion. They are calling on for the president to step down. From, from here onwards, we'll be waiting uh, for the ANC's press conference. We are expecting word from the ANC either tonight or tomorrow because they were supposed to hold uh, their press conference today, giving a slight as to what exactly happened. Um, and they would also know uh, of, of which uh, ministers were also, or rather members, were actually present here today. All right. Thanks. Uh Mbali Mbali Sibanyoni is a political reporter who's one of those camping outside at uh, the St. George's Hotel in Irene, south of Pretoria, all awaiting the outcome of the NC's National Executive Committee that's discussing a request by the Tourism Minister Derekanakom for President Jacob Zuma to resign. We speak a little bit more about this uh, to Professor Derekanakom Kotsa, who is a professor of political studies at UNISA. Very good uh, afternoon to you, Professor Kotsa, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. People are calling this an unprecedented uh, meeting. Would you agree? Not exactly. Um, If we think back about nine years ago now, or seven years ago to 2008, when the NEC met um, in uh, Ikuruleni and decided that President Zum, uh, Mbeki must resign, it was quite something similar. It wasn't in the form of a motion of no confidence um, that was tabled against him while he was there in, in presence. Um, it was also while he was, when he was not anymore the ANC president, but in essence, um, the, the key elements of that moment and the key elements of this moment are quite similar. Um, I think what we have, what we are seeing now, is is more that 
there's a sort of an internal revolt almost from within the, the ministers, the cabinet, against President Zuma while he's still the sitting, the incumbent president, both of the ANC and, and of the national government. Um, and, and that is different from the, the previous one where it was more the, the, the President Mbeki without being the ANC president. Hmm. So what are we to understand in terms of the intentions of this merchant of no confidence? Because a balance of forces at this point, we understand, are not entirely clear. There's speculation about which faction is more powerful. Yes, I, I think there can be different sort of motivations or agendas for this. Um, the, the first obvious one is to see if they cannot get the majority of votes. Um, in order to to adopt a motion, th- this motion, um, which will effectively mean that there will be tremendous pressure on President Zuma then to resign. I think that the one point that one has to make is, is that nowhere in the ANC constitution any powers are given to, to anybody within the ANC to dismiss the, the president. Um, even a national congress cannot do that. So in, in, in that sense, it will be this, there will be a lot of moral pressure on President Zuma if this is adopted, this, this motion of no confidence, in order to, to resign, exactly the same as that with President Mbeki. Um, the, the other possibilities is to, to, to test really the water and to see to what extent there is still very strong support for President Zuma. And I think this is, in a sense, also in preparation for the succession debate, that those from the different camps or groups or formations within the ANC want want to have an understanding of where do they stand. And uh, this provides, to to a large extent, an an indication of what what are their strengths and who support whom at at this stage. I think there's, there's another scenario also, and this is most possibly, you know, if this motion fails, there will be a lot of pressure on the ministers who supported this motion to resign from, from the cabinet. Um, and that will create a completely new ballgame because um, if there's a significant number, let's say more than three, maybe five or so, then it becomes quite similar um, to the resignation of President Mbeki to get joined by quite a number of other ministers, many of them even joining COPE afterwards. Okay, so we'll get back to the consequences of this, but I wanted to go back to the point that you made about the moral obligation uh, or pressure being brought to bear on President Jacob Zuma. We've seen attempts and even pronouncements of a motion of no confidence in him as president. Uh, and, and thus far, we've seen very little by way of that so-called moral pressure being put on him uh, to step down. The collective effort with this latest a meeting. Are you suggesting that it could add on to that pressure, the 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 collective general public pressure? Yes, that that is what I have in mind. Um, because I think President Zuma has made a calculation up to now to say that the most of the criticism in his mind is coming from outside the ANC. It's coming from the media. It is coming from the opposition parties. Um, it's coming from civil society organisations. But in his calculation, he, he said that I, I, will, I have the control and the majority of support in the NEC. Now, if, if that belief is being shaken by these events of the past two days, three days, um, then it will create a completely new sort of power relationship within the ANC. 
And I think to a large extent this is maybe the motive behind this, this move of the motion of no confidence um, is to say to President Zuma, well, we are willing to confront you now right in, in the center of your power base um, and not from, from the outside. Um, and I think the, the fact that there are so many people who, in, in the ANC who is willing to be part of this, um, and that's according to reports. Now, we will hear later on exactly the, the, the nature of that. Um, that. That will be extremely worrisome for President Zuma because it means that he will have to fall back now to the real sort of core of his support, and that is, for example, the different provinces from the Premier League and the, and the, uh, the leagues themselves, the Women's League and the Youth League, but it, it cannot then really anymore claim support from the core of the ANC. Okay, so there's uh, uh, been pressure on the economic front as well. We've seen um, a lot of anxiety over the credit ratings agency's uh, threat of a downgrade. And uh, uh, if we look at the recent decision by Moody's, it, it also warns about further political instability. Should those who are calling for this motion of no confidence in President Jacob Zuma be reshuffled or um, ousted from cabinet, is that likely to spark greater groundswell of no confidence against uh, the president and even a possible reaction from the credit ratings agencies? Well, I, I don't think that the credit agencies themselves would respond to it. They just on Friday now, they've made the announcement. Uh, so it's very difficult to go back on that. But I, I think what can be is that now, the, the dismissal of the former Minister of Finance, Chancellor Lenny, as we all know, created quite an economic crisis at the end of last year. Um, and it, in a sense, it sort of made anyone nervous about the dismissal of ministers or even a cabinet reshuffle. And I think that is why throughout this year President Zuma didn't do any, anything to that respect. Um, if there is now a major reshuffling of cabinet immediately after this, this meeting, then it can be interpreted by many, especially those who are not so close to the situation, like some of the international markets and others, um, that it, it is in effect a type of a political crisis that emerged again in South Africa, with some negative effects on the trend and the JSE and, and other financial markets. Um, mm. Just so I, I think that is, that's an aspect that, that some persons in government will take into account. Just a, a, a final question. Um, obviously, there are those who are undermining the level of support for the Zuma slate, and uh, irrespective of whether we've seen the pronouncements made by the SACP and Kasatu of late, what happens if that slate does manage to beat down this motion of no confidence and even ensure uh, that President Jacob Zuma does finish out his term? Well, it, it, it will be a setback for those who believe that they can turn around the situation um, now be- before the, the conference, because if that is the case, someone like Sir uh, Tramaposa will certainly have an advantage, because it means that he will have to act as, as president uh, in both cap- uh, capacities, um, depending on what happens, obviously. But let's say if it is ANC president, then he will become the acting ANC president. If it is the national president, he can act for a while, but only for 30 days. After 30 days, there must be an election for a new president of the country, and that will give him also, again, an advantage over someone like, for example, Dr. Lamini Zuma, 
who's not at the moment a member of parliament. She's not sort of very close to the to the uh, part the, the the politics within parliament, um, and and therefore he will certainly have an advantage. And I think that's one of the not the only one, but one of the motivations from the Zuma group side in order to postpone the election of the next president as long as possible. So that that advantage is not um, given to, to Cyril Kramaposa or another prominent ANC person who is at the moment in government. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for speaking to us. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. Professor Der Kotze, he's a professor.